0: You're a real crumb bum. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? So now it's fourth and 26. You want Philly food? Says
1: is Miracle in the Metal East, number two. And the Eagles fans, the Eagles fans, Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. Welcome back again to the podcast. This is episode four. Wow. I can't believe we did it. Wow. I, wow. Who, who'd have thunk it? First off, not me.
0: Most hobbies we do die out very quickly, but this one, apparently, this is the most fun I've had, and the best, in, and not in terms of content, uh, you know, I won't speak for us, but I I would say this is the most entertainment I've had in any of our hobbies, and definitely, I'd say well, this is the best thing we're at. I mean, we made good beer,
1: but this is better content. Would you count uh, just getting obliterated on Saturdays and Sundays as a hobby? No, 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 because cause I'm doing that here too. I'm having my that, that's my most I'm, fun hobby that we do together.
0: Yeah, and we're very good at it. That's elite. We if if someone said, "What are you elite at?" That would be g- getting drunk and 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 getting drunk. That's it. Yeah. But now getting drunk and doing this podcast, I'm I'm I think I'm getting there. I think I like might doing be
1: elite. Them, Yeah, I like doing them together. Melting of the worlds, mind meld. So what would you say that we're talking about today? No, well, I think I would say. We have, what do we have? Okay, so we're going to do a, a the tiniest, ittiest, bittiest little breakdown of the Eagles' current secondary room. There's, I don't know, we, we're going to tell you who's still on the roster and who's not. That's basically it.
0: Yeah, and I, I have a take on it, so I, I, I prepared a, a mild take. And listen, here's what we are. If you want to go here... Terrible takes, go read a Jeff McClain article, go read an ESP tweet. If you want to hear fantastic analysis, truly go listen to Dave Spadaro or uh, Benjamin Solak. But if you want to hear – I like
1: Baldy. Baldy Bald,
0: Baldi, breakdowns, breakdowns are also fantastic. Those are the spectrums uh, of the world that you could live in. What well, we're trying to bring you as a Philly specialist fan and what we want to give to all Eagles fans – is a perspective of the ground view similar to a fan perspective, except we are going to try and give you a fan perspective from the side of we've had 12 Miller Lights. The real
1: feelings that Eagles fans have that we're not allowed to talk about. Yeah, imagine, imagine you're in taproom on 19th, and yeah. like two people come in and they're like, oh, the corner of the bar's open. Yeah. We got to get it. And then you overhear them talking about football for like 45 minutes. And at first you're like, ah, oh, here's another two fucking drunk Eagles fans. But then at some point you're like, huh? These yeah, guys these are more than the average bear, smarter than your average bear. That's yeah, right. Yeah, That's right. And they are also drunker than your average bear. And then you you go home and you talk to your uncle who is like a like knows way more about sports than you, and you just repeat the things that you heard those two guys at the bar. And your uncle's like, no, you fucking idiot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, well, like your uncle walking out of the room, what he would do is like.
0: Like, for the first time in your whole entire relationship, like, as you're walking out, he would, like, mess up
1: your hair. Like, you've earned his respect because you've quoted true titans of Eagles media. Your uncle calls into WIP later and, and just, once again, parrots our takes yes. from Taproom on 19th, and they don't like it on WIP, which is all the validation I need. Right, because if they don't think I'm smart, then I, I may be. be smart. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, or, or drunk. Either way, doesn't matter. That's what the Philly Specialist is bringing
1: to you. Also today, <laughs> going to go through week two of the March Mock Madness. we got a couple, uh, couple people facing off. We have Sertain versus Farley. That one's going to be good. That one's very interesting. And Wilson versus Fields in the quarterback position. We don't want to do that. No, no, we don't. And I think that a lot of people want to hear uh, very
0: in-depth smart takes about this and and we're going to bring that to you we're going to bring it very quickly after our introduction and talking about the cornerback room we're going to give you probably I would power rank it uh Mel Kuiper and then what we're about to do to make this decision just
1: under Mel Kuiper quality yes yes Yes. it's that good
0: that's Uh, true so so big things on this episode we're very excited to bring it to you um I think that we can jump straight into the cornerback room if you want to read off to me who are the Eagles cornerbacks
1: okay the current Eagles cornerback roster. Uh, obviously, Darius Slay is Hell the yeah. first one that comes to mind. Hell yeah! Only guy really worth talking about at length. Uh, Kevon Seymour, what? Nicole Roby Coleman. Who? Nicole, wow, Nicole Roby, Nicole? Roby Coleman. Cutman. Who? I, yeah. Nicole maybe maybe Cutman. He we ain't signing him again. Has he been cut yet? Uh, he's not. He was a one year deal. He will not return. Okay. Um, Avante Maddox, who's been Four around a little while. pick guy.
0: Shout out Edward Maruka.
1: and Dustin. LeBlanc. Get the strap. Get the strap. Get I the like strap. Swag. Listen, we're going to talk about swag points later. Big. Crayvon LeBlanc's got some swag. Trayvon. Um, he's not very good, no. but he does have some he, swag. I, I have a, I have a take on this, and and you know keep running through with uh, Full Metal Jaquet. Uh, yes, Jaquette. we do have we do have Michael Jaquette. Uh Craig James looks like he's got two different colors in his hair. That's that's fun. Uh, Jameson Houston and Lavert Hill. I noticed they do not have... uh oh, well, Mills transitioned to safety last year. That makes That's sense. Correct. That's why. Um, so, yeah. Um, Marcus Epps is a safety, who you brought up earlier. We were talking about oh, I thought
0: he was a corner, but, yeah, I guess I, I, anybody
1: right? was in our secondary. I'm pretty
0: sure that, like, uh, Michael G. Giorgiano was playing safety for us at one point last year. Seamus Clancy may have been playing safety for us. It could have been. We don't know.
1: I, uh the guy from the video, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm in the best shape of my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, that guy. That he was guy. definitely out there. The oh. the other kid, the kid, the uh, Minnesota kid. Oh, Gail yeah, the Birds. Yeah, yeah, that was, was basically
0: there. our secondary. So uh, as you can tell by our descriptions and, and maybe to a, de- uh, to a degree, our facetious nature on this, uh, the Eagles secondary is probably our second biggest need outside of wide receiver. Wide receiver is pretty hilarious as well. Um, what we have with Darius Slay is you know you have a cornerback one for the next year and that's a good thing and I think that Avante Maddox is a good slot corner from what I've seen he's good enough to play in that slot area but he doesn't have the talent or the size to play out on the outside so the Eagles biggest hole outside of probably a true wide receiver one now Uh, cornerback two is something that the Eagles are clearly lacking and I think outside of wide receiver one is the biggest area of need for the team right now. Um, I think that we have a lot of guys outside of Avante and Slay where I'm, I'm I'm basically giving Avante the slot. I'm giving Slay uh cornerback one. I think we have a bunch of guys that I would be almost excited to have as like a, a cornerback three. Like I wouldn't mind having strap as like that third cornerback, like that third guy coming in. And then like to, to a lesser degree, everyone else that may not even be on the team next year, that's that's kind of how I feel about the cornerback room right now. So I think that's definitely something that we needed to address in our conversation because of how much this team really needed cornerback help.
1: Yeah, yeah, they definitely need a body back there like they definitely need a guy. Um, I'd love to see them address it. And we're going to talk about Sertain versus Farley today. And, like, at the right pick, I would be very happy with one of those guys. But I'd love to see them, like, early, too, if, if if Asante Samuel Jr. falls to the early, two, And he's been kind of creeping up in most of the mocks that I've been seeing uh, into the late first. But, man, if he's there at two, I'd love to see them get a wide receiver or or even, like, a Kyle Pitts in the first and then double that up with Asante, too. Could you imagine? I would um, be
0: very excited with that. And that that's clearly a wonderful situation if we can we'll fall into it. Um for today's episode, I, I think there's, there's there's conversations to be had where these two cornerbacks could be taken over a wide receiver. I, I do believe that. At
1: Especially, the right spot, the right yeah.
0: guy. Yeah, it, it, I mean, we're we're going to be sitting here again. We, we've mentioned it a couple times. We're going to be live streaming our reaction to the draft. I don't think either of us will throw
1: a Miller Lite through our television if Sertain or Farley gets selected. Is there someone that you would be like, assuming they stayed at six, right, so we don't muck up the conversation – is there someone you would really be disgusted with uh, at six?
0: Yeah, so I can I can give you a, let me let me paint a little picture, and this is actually a, a fantastic segue into our first conversation of the day. Um, if I'm sitting there, I have uh, just ordered a jersey from DHgate. It will be here, I hope this year. Uh, it's coming from China. It's a, a fantastic black Jalen Hurts jersey. If I'm sitting on this couch that I'm looking at right now. And the Philadelphia Eagles with pick six. As I'm wearing a two, doing, you know, the the gritty dance on, on t- live uh, Instagram, uh, I hear the names Trey Lance or Mac Jones. More so them two than the other guys that we're going to talk about. But Trey Lance or Mac Jones, uh, I, I'm going to have to buy a new television for you. Because I'm going to absolutely lose my mind. Because I just... It's just not right. It's just you're you're picking two quarterbacks that I don't even think are in. Like they, there's a conversation that maybe Trey Lance is ceiling is higher than Jalen Hurts. I don't know if I agree with that, but then I got to wait another two years to get him there. And why not? I just see what Jalen Hurts is. Mac Jones, that dude's vanilla ice cream. I mean, I guess I'll eat it if you have it, but I'm not really interested in even going out of my way for
1: it. Yeah, I think neither. I think we're both on the same page as far as quarterbacks go. Mm-hmm. We're we're not interested in drafting a quarterback. At six, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in drafting a quarterback in the first like f- five rounds. Yeah, I don't want it. I, let's not do it. Let's not play the game. Let's not cause another controversy. Let's move on. Jalen Hurts is the guy for now, whether you like it or not. Um, it is what it is. But it I was thinking more of like more of like a, a in outside of quarterback. In, so in our I, still range, obviously the quarterback. Like in our would need range, no I guess I'm trying to say. Yeah, like but like, like JC Horn would not
0: make me happy. Like what JC Horn? I think son of Joe Horn. It has now made like a push to be a, like a uh, 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 he's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he's a good player. He's very good. Six. Not at six. six. Certainly, certainly not at six. Another one. Uh, Bateman. Bateman would make me very upset. I love Bateman. As much as you love him, you don't love him. Like, like things that would be six. like mind-blowingly ridiculous. No, that I, I
1: think Bateman would
0: be, I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe I've done that. My mom is calling me. Hey, hey, mom, I'm I'm recording my podcast right now. Can I call you back in a little bit? Alright, love you. No.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. And that was my mom. She's such a sweetheart. No, the best woman in the world. I love her. She won't listen to my podcast, so it's okay. I can say all the things that I say. Um uh, don't say anything bad. Uh, oh, oh, well. I, I think two episodes ago, I said I finished to uh, Chase, uh, Jamar Chase running. You did. I, I said Pornhub, and I would that break my mother's heart.
1: Automatic DQ, yeah.
0: Um, but uh yeah like uh, like a clear reach of like something that like chase versus bateman as much as i think bateman's a good player and i would be excited to have him at like 15 if you trade it back or something like i would never want the eagles to be something where i'm like these are the kids that eat their boogers to tell people they eat their boogers because they're smart and that's like a big harry roseman trait yes harry roseman is a big booger eater nerd and uh i would i would hate to feel like Oh, I can't go down to Novacare and give this guy a swirly, which he needs in the worst way. I think he needs to be bullied bad because when he was bullied with Chip Kelly, he made a lot of good moves when he came out of the closet, which the closet in a lot of people's mind may have been the water closet where he was getting swirlies.
1: (laughs) I feel like I feel like somewhere there you got lost and just you're just like all right let's just see where we come I out think, i think
0: it's i think it's absolutely hilarious that you ever thought i knew where i was going <laughs> with anything that we've
1: ever recorded here <laughs> anyway anyway let's get back on track um we have certain versus farley certain certain i think is the way to say uh, it. i think it's sutan it's not I think there's it's an a r disney
0: princess princess
1: you mean mulan sure uh,
0: so but before we do that I think we should you know get the less interesting argument out of the way. Uh what we've done here is what uh, a lot of people would do. Do you believe in Wilson or do you believe in Fields? Who
1: would you like? Uh at 6, neither. If I had to make a decision to pick one of those guys for like some other team that was quarterback needy and wanted to take one of them, I would I would prefer Wilson I think. I don't think Justin Fields Sees the field very well. Um, I, I think he's got some accuracy issues. Wilson is marginally better, even if he's much better. I don't think either of them are a generational talent. I, I don't want either at six under any circumstances.
0: Yeah, I think I think we can probably say that out of the three, I've I've now added Jalen Hurts into this conversation. If this was a draft and I had to pick the three, maybe I don't pick Jalen Hurts. But right now, none of them are like ten times better than Jalen Hurts, that you have to sacrifice a pick that is this valuable to get a new quarterback. No, I agree completely. So what we've decided to do, very on brand, Um, Eric and myself, uh, Eric is a Wilson guy. I am a Fields guy. We are going to take a second here. Uh, We're going to chug a beer, and whoever finishes their beer first, that's the person that wins the argument. And then we're going to go to an ad, and uh, I'm probably going to throw up. All right, Damo said we need to hold on. So oh, should should I do I gotta get in a good position. Uh, Alright. So so now we're we're once again still not live, but okay, here we go. Uh Wilson versus Field. Wait. Don't go. Mm-hmm. Don't push me. Alright, ready? Ready? One, two, three. Uh it's Justin Fields by a mile. Damn. Oh. Okay that was quick i really like justin fields just not for <laughs> you spilled the half of it down your shirt i, I spilled know. a Five drip uh, you i thought you were giving did. me a towel Tom is covered
1: absolutely <laughs> covered in beer right now
0: i drank 12 ounces maybe i drank 10 ounces but you drank 10 ounces too.
1: welcome back uh okay i'll bring us back in again I, I i fucked up i didn't know where i was going with that and I feel oh like i was i was burping and no the... i wasted the i wasted a good burp i know it's my oh, bad it's all right. it's okay. i have so many and we're back uh time to time to go on to the real one the one we were excited to talk about today that's certain versus farley uh i did some certain research this week you did farley um why don't you go first man i'm i'm, I'm actually very excited to hear you've been really piping them up and i'm really excited to hear what you got for me yeah sure absolutely
0: um so the reason I'm very excited about Caleb Farley uh, is the, the argument between Farley versus Certain is a very simple one in my mind. It's instant gratification versus ceiling. Certain is a good cornerback. I, I've watched limited tape on both of these guys, but I've read up on both of them. Certain has kind of been perceived as this more polished version of the cornerback. And I think that if you are a team... In the mid tens, that a, a lot of people are talking about this. It's not these guys aren't really being brought up as top five guys, and with 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 not without good reason because I think there's so much talent on the front end of the draft. So a lot of the guys that are looking at this team are like the Cowboys and and to a lesser extent the Broncos and and teams that may have quote their quarterback situation figured out and are are more ready to compete than the Eagles in my opinion in 2021. That being said, Sertain is getting a lot of hype because he is the type of corner that can make an immediate impact and be a guy that's going to produce on the field, and you kind of know what he is. You know what you're getting. It's a lot like a uh, Miller Light at a bar. Uh, no one's going to ever have a problem with ordering a Miller Light. You know exactly what you're getting. Or Bud Light. Or No, Bud Light is garbage. It's like ordering J.C. Horn in the first, first overall pick. It just doesn't really make sense when you, where there's a Miller Light there. But you know, you make you make a your point is is heard. It's, You're gonna have to get over the Bud Light like not thing, if I can keep buy my own beer. I, I, Miller Light tastes great, less filling. Unless Bud Light ever decided to sponsor us, then I'll turn about face. It'll be like the worst heel turn in history. Like Bud Hulk Hogan. Light, I
1: think Bud Light does sponsor us. Maybe probably not. We gotta look that up. We gotta, We're gotta gonna ins- get our stats guy into it. Yeah, I'll have my people.
0: Call yeah. your people
1: and they'll they'll get together and figure it we're
0: out. We're working on sponsorships. If if anyone who listens to this would ever know how to handle sponsorships, that would be really cool. Anchor is a great sponsor, um, but did we throw it to Anchor at all at any point after we did the chug? No,
1: we just kind we well, yeah, of let it in. be. in. Yeah, no, that's fine. Anyway,
0: uh, going back to the point, you know what you're getting, I think, in a lot of ways with certain And I think that... What interests me the most about Caleb Farley is, here's a few of my notes, just just going off the dome, uh, and the dome, I mean, is this piece of paper I wrote. Uh, he's 6'2", 207. He is, he's an athletic specimen, and he moves at 6'2", 207 in a way that a lot of people are surprised about. He's a very agile guy. Uh, he may have the same last name as Chris Farley, but this guy's no laughing matter. Wow. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Listen, he, <laughs> he has the chase effect. A lot of people have the same view of Jamar Chase as they do of Caleb Farley. You didn't see him this year. You didn't see him in 2021 because he chose to hop out. And it's less sexy to think of this guy. But here's what I feel about Caleb Farley, just in terms of the notes. He's got the size. I said 6'2". He's got amazing speed, and he's a super athlete. Before he was a cornerback, he was a wide receiver at Virginia Tech. Before he was a wide receiver at uh, Virginia Tech in his first year, I believe as a redshirt freshman, he was a quarterback in high school. And I think he may have thrown something like some insane number like in high school. I mean, all these guys are freak athletes in high school, so they dominate. But he played quarterback, then he played wide receiver, and then he was finally converted to uh, corner. He's got amazing skill. He's still learning the position, and he's showing improvement year over year. 2018, he was solid. 2019, he stepped into his own. He became an all-ACC player. He missed two games and still led the ACC in uh, passes defended. He's still a little raw, and that that obviously is going to come with a guy who's only played the position for two or three years. But I think that in that rawness, it's a very exciting thing if you're the Eagles and you select him. Because our defensive coordinator, as you know, Jonathan Gannon, is a former defensive backs coach. He's very good at coaching these guys up, and that's kind of an exciting thing to me. He has a slight injury history with the uh, torn ACL prior to uh, going to cornerback when he was a wide receiver, and he's not the best tackler, but I think those things are all coming from the idea of being raw, and that's something that you can be taught. I think he has a brain to like, it's like next level, like thought process. Like as a quarterback, I love the idea that he's now playing corner. Like I can get in your head. Cause I played that position. I know what you're thinking. I know how to move in the way that will trick you into me being in a dominant position at, at corner. The only other thing that I have to say about Farley, and it's kind of like the best thing I've ever read about a corner ever. It's from PFF. Uh, He was targeted 50 times in 2019, and of all cornerbacks that saw at least 25 passes thrown their way, he finished second with a passer rating, like a quarterback throwing to his receiver, was 29.2. To put that into perspective for everyone, if you spike the ball, you get a 39.6 quarterback rating. So it was more efficient if you're a quarterback to throw the ball into the ground than throw it in the direction of this man. And that is on top of the idea that he can still get better. Like, he's this good, and he can get better because he's only played the position for maybe two and a half years. If you want to count this year as a half year because he didn't technically play, he can only get better. So that's my case for Caleb Farley. Uh, Also, he doesn't have a nickname, and I I know we have to address swag. Uh, I'm giving him a nickname because he's explosive. C4. Caleb Farley.
1: Wow. C4.
0: That's explosive.
1: A, that's a pretty great nickname. Thank but you. But we don't know if that I mean that we it, that won't hold up in the NFL. He won't be f- number 4 anymore. Um, I don't even know if he wears number
0: 4. I think he's just explosive. That's that's the whole thing. I don't I don't I didn't think that far into it. Does he wear 4? I have no
1: idea. I yeah. just assumed that since you said it's No,
0: I mean, C4. C4. C4 is just a nickname that I gave him. Oh. He wears 3. He wears 3. <laughs> Forley came Forley. Damn it. C4. That's the nickname I'm That's giving close. him. And as a esteemed member of Philadelphia media, I think that my nicknames go a long way.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely all 60 people listen to our podcast. I have just as much credibility as ESP. Yeah. Easily. No so, doubt. So if I if in fact can... you have more Thank because you. when he says things, people just disregard just it. They just things. hate him. Yeah, he just says whatever he wants. Right. So yeah, for sure, no doubt. Anyway, let me learn you a little something here about my boy Patrick Sertain. You're right. You're absolutely right in your your uh, your take on what this conversation's about. Um, maybe, maybe Farley has a higher ceiling because of the athletic difference. He's probably a better athlete than Patrick Sertain. That's not to say anything negative about my boy Pat, mm-hmm. okay? Because he is a monster First in, in his own basics. right. Yeah, that's like I said, it's my Remember guy. It's my guy, Pat. He's 6'2, 203. Another big, lengthy, strong corner, similar to Farley. He's not as fast as him. He's not as quick as him. He ran a 4'5, 7'40. That's an old time. Alabama's got a, a pro day coming up. Uh, March twenty third. I want to say it is right. So we'll have some more updated blow, times.
0: Blow that out of the out of the water,
1: probably. Suddenly, because everybody's doing their own pro, pro days, they're combine,
0: everybody's running. A I would three. run.
1: I would run a four two forty. Yeah, at your own at, pro day at, yeah. at the Karen Salvato Don <laughs> Salvato <laughs> <Yeah>. pro day. <laughs> o- offensive linemen are running four three. They're just doing whatever. Mm-hmm. But but he's going to have an updated time. He's fast. You can watch him plays fast enough. Plays fast. Yeah. He's he's not. You know, he's fast enough. He ran a four four, five, seven. He's probably a little better than now. He's probably not amazing right now. Um, but what he is, is a fundamentally technically sound player. He doesn't make mistakes. He's smart. He's instinctual. He has great feel for the game. And that's the difference between him and Farley. Farley relies on his agility. He relies on his athleticism to read and react. Right, and and that can work in a lot of ways, but when you watch a guy like Patrick Sertain play, he's he's anticipating and diagnosing routes. He's playing ahead of the ball. He rarely bites on flashy. You know, uh, a wide receiver is coming off, and he's taking six steps on his release to try to beat you. But Patrick Sertain's eyes are focused, fixed on a wide receiver's hips when you watch him play, waiting for them to open waiting to make the right move, waiting till he has his feel, so that he's never out of position. Rarely ever see him make a bad play or make a mistake that isn't directly caused by his limited quickness or his limited speed, right? It's never a mental mistake. It never, ever, ever takes place between the ears. Mm-hmm. And it's because he's a smart player. And, and and I don't know I don't have any uh any any commentary on this to to, to know it, but you watch him play and you just no the dude is a film room junkie
0: well i'm i, I hate so listen last week uh, or two weeks ago whenever you're going to be listening to this uh we had a chase versus smith and i kind of leaned into smith a little bit because i thought that i had no chance in that argument but i'm i'm doing it again i believe certain is the son of a former nfl cornerback is is that something that you were looking into cuz i'm not He's not, not. He wasn't a corner. He uh, wasn't a corner, but he's an NFL player. I think I, he was a linebacker. I think so. So that's something. Patrick Sertain won, uh, not the second. I believe the the first drop of that album. I believe that was a pretty talented player as well. I think he played for like I want to say twelve years. So when you say things like he is a film guy, he's a he's a player in that context. I can see that because you're you're a son of an NFL player. Oh so, no, I'm wrong. He was a corner, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I thought I'm he sorry. was a corner. So Patrick Sertain's father was played corner. So that makes sense to me that this is a uh, you know a player who who understands the game. He's a he's a student. Like like it sounds so it's so played out these days. But the the quote "student of a game" thing. But but I believe that Patrick Sertain, to a degree, is like a student of the game. A lot of the mocks that I'm doing, I'm I'm. Only able to pick between one of them, and I'm very happy both times. So I'm not like I'm not like too upset to to like lean into either of these players. Like I said, the Eagles are in a really good position to pick a very talented player. These four that we kind of are, are are butting heads on are the
1: four that I think we feel the most strongly about. So uh, again, I'll, yeah, I'll, no, I mean, I mean, like even even going back to last week, you know, I, I argued pretty heavily for Chase I, or for Smith. I think Smith's a, a fantastic player. I think he's an incredibly talented player. If Chase and Smith are both available at six, and they take Chase, I'm not going to bat an eye. Exactly. We, um, we, we talked fun. about it earlier
0: today. Like, what are the things that are going to drive you nuts? And and none of the you'll never hear anyone in this bracket. I think to the degree outside, and, of, the outside of the quarterback chug, um, and, and you know who knows who cashes in the money in the bank ladder bat uh, ladder match uh, briefcase. To, to derail the match for, that the
1: match the dom's heart yeah the
0: match for, you know something things can change but i mean i think for the most part we did a really good job pat ourselves on the back uh, we we built a bracket of players that i think a lot of eagles fans would be really happy to have yeah i think people would be excited i no i did i did cut you off a little bit there but i just wanted to,
1: to no, give no that piece of information you're right 13. you're right i mean he i i knew his father was a player i i I don't know why I didn't think he was a corner, but but no, he is. He's a student of the game. You can tell. He always seems to be in the right position. Mm-hmm. He never seems to make a bad call. But I don't want to give you the impression that because he's playing this nuanced game that he doesn't have the physical traits, mm-hmm. right? He's very, very strong. He plays handsy, physical ball. He's willing and able to cover larger targets, big body wide receivers, tight end specifically. He doesn't back down. This this idea, you know, as the league moves towards a more pass happy league, slot wide receivers are suddenly like huge, right? Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to fear putting him against a slot wide receiver who's kind of a bigger guy, you know. You, you, these mismatches that were created with the traditional like smaller corner, he's not one ninety and you know five ten or five eleven. He's a two hundred and ten pound, six foot two guy who can run with a wide receiver. Um, one thing that he does really well, he he kind of plays like I said, he plays through instinct and he plays through feel, right? And he creates that with his hands. He gets his hands on a wide receiver. He's very good at that. And then once he gets that feel and locks you in and gets in phase, he's very sticky. It's very hard to get away from him. He's excelling in man coverage, especially, and that's that lends itself to him using his hands very well at the line, getting that feel, using his hands not afraid to body a guy or man up on a guy. Um, And then to go like just just a little bit further after the catch, he's a very strong tackler, very strong form tackler, which is important. Doesn't make mistakes like that. No arm tackles, no misses. He's not looking to knock somebody's head off. He wants to get his man and pull him down. And that's what he does. The the other thing I want to touch on, because I talked about him being like kind of handsy at times, according to pro football focus last year, He played the most snaps of any defensive player without a penalty. He played 916 consecutive snaps without a penalty. So he's smart in that he knows when to be handsy, and then once he's in phase, he's off his guy. Now he's just in phase playing the ball. He is a complete player who's ready to go the day you draft him. That's not to say there's no limitations. He's got some. You know, we talked about his speed. He's got a little bit of a limited top speed, and the biggest problem is going to be his quickness. His twenty yard shuffle, and I, now this is an old number. I think this twenty yard shuffle mm. is from like twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't. I couldn't find an updated one for the life of me. But among all tested, he was pretty far below average. He was a little above average in in the forty yard dash. So he's got some top speed. Uh, you know enough to play, obviously, but his quickness is a little bit of a problem. And if you play him against quicker, faster, twitchier wide receivers, I use the word twitchier that are in and out of breaks, he may struggle because he he struggles a little bit with changing direction. So if the Eagles are playing Kansas City, mm-hmm. Week One, right? Let's just say, okay. um, so they you're going to have this year. Okay, you're you're okay. going to have a tough time. Putting him on Tyree Hill mm. because he's too fast, he's too quick. All, once he's once he's off the line and he's changing direction, certain may have a problem with that. That said, if you're going to play a team like, I don't know, uh, let's say the Seahawks, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll have the same problems with Looks DK like, Metcalf. Yeah, so Metcalf. it's not so much that he's not talented enough.
0: I was thinking like Galladay too. Like, yeah. like I'm thinking like Galladay and the.
1: Guys who Maybe like,
0: Allen Robinson. I don't really like Allen Robinson's just good at everything, but like I, yeah. I get what you're saying. There's certain players that are going to give him nightmares, right? But right. that's
1: everybody, exactly, exactly. So it's not to say that he's not talented enough to play the one.
0: Mm-hmm. He's not
1: not he's not, not talented enough to play like the X. But if the guy he's sticking is small, fast, in and out of breaks, or, like real route guys, right? Like for instance, I think he'd have a much easier time against Jamar Chase. Than, than he would against like Devontae, Smith. Or
0: Devontae Smith, or,
1: or or Waddles an even Waddle's a better, even better yeah. example. Yeah, Waddles an even better example. He can be beat by speed. Yeah. Um. So you have to use him correctly. But if you are smart enough, and it doesn't take you a lot of work to be smart enough to put him in a good position to succeed, he will be successful. There's there's no like oh, I hope he can grow into it. He's ready to go. You know I watched I watched a fantastic breakdown today by Vash Lombardi. I don't know if you if you ever see him. Um, mm-hmm. He's a YouTube breakdown guy, real smart dude. He's a Cowboys fan, so it pains me to say it.
0: Yeah, a lot of this uh, – that's interesting that you say that. A lot of the things that I've been reading has been Cowboys and Denver Bronco media because it seems like these guys may be sitting in, there at the yeah. 9
1: and 10. So that's like what they're expecting. Yeah, so I think the Cowboys a lot are of what we're reading really. up on But, like, you know, he was and talking about his, his ability, you know, how he uses his hands to, to, to get – to establish that feel. And once he's got you, you're in trouble – he was showing, you know, a play where they they had wide receivers in a stack. Mm-hmm. And so he's lined up on the line against a guy, and then the second wide receiver is directly behind him in the stack, and the first guy crosses over him, and the second guy goes the other way, and he's not able to, to get those hands on the guy and is just immediately beat. So if you can, cre- you know, you can create ways to get away from what he's good at, it's possible to beat him. But I still think you, th- I think that even though there is like the tiniest little bit of limitation, I don't think you can find a team in the NFL. 32 out of 32 teams could use him.
0: Yes. No, definitely. Um, again, I hate, I, I'm very confident in Caleb Farley, uh, clearly, because I'm, I'm going to keep feeding your argument. Um, I, I listened to everything you said, and something that was very huge that you did not address was swag. Patrick, uh, yeah. Patrick Sertain, too. PS two. PS two. Yeah. That's banging. Yeah. That's a banging nickname. Listen. Yes.
1: The, I,
0: I, listen, C four is awesome. PS2 is sick. Because guess what? Yeah. PS2, that's
1: a timeless franchise. Fantastic nickname. I also love players that have like the two or the junior on their jersey. Mm-hmm. I don't big. know why. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It, it's a cool thing. Just it is it. definitely
0: a cool thing. Just love it. So I I mean, I, I think I think I just want to bring up a couple of things with Certain and why um fit is the biggest thing that the Eagles are, are looking for here. As as much as it pains me, maybe the Eagles next year surprise me, they're nine and seven, ten and six, or, or you know however many, but that's probably not realistic. We're probably looking at a, a year next year where like Sertain is a plug and play guy. Uh Farley, on the other hand, is a guy that if you just brought in a guy that you really believe in in, in Jonathan Gadden, who is a cornerback's coach, Uh, and and got the best out of a couple of corners that a lot of people have, like, raw talent, but other people couldn't figure them out, like uh, Xavier Rhodes. If you believe in the upside of Caleb Farley, I'm willing to swing for the home run. If the Eagles are ultimately going to go corner, I'd rather go for the guy who's going to learn on her not only Jonathan Gannon, but on top of that, he's going to get to learn on her Darius Slay. Two two really good minds at, at the cornerback position. So the things that, like, push me away from Caleb Farley are the fact that he bites on double moves, that he's rolled to position. He's not a, a super great tackler. He's not, he's not a polished player yet. But at the same time, Sertain played in Nick Saban's defense. I mean, you're going to look good in Nick Saban's defense. There's going to be players like Mac Jones is a good quarterback that probably if he played at Notre Dame, he'd be late late third, uh late second rounder maybe like a second rounder like cuz it's a quarterback but because he played at Alabama he had all that talent he had Devonta Smith he had certain on the other side of the ball he had all these players around him and he had Nick Saban you get the Alabama bump and I'm trying not to scout the helmet I'm trying to scout the player and Caleb Farley for me is a better overall prospect and I I may be foolish to do this But I'm going to have to put my faith in not only the Eagles coaching staff and Jonathan Gannon, who is a former defensive backs coach, but also the personnel that they have in-house with Darius Slay. Because I think by the time the Eagles are going to be very competitive, Darius Slay is going to be on the downturn. You could have Caleb Farley sitting there across from you. Now you're cornerback one. You now have Darius Slay as like an aging veteran, wily veteran, who, who beats you because he's got great technique. And now you have this stud cornerback one, this great cornerback two. You have Avante, I would imagine. I'm, I'm really pulling for Avante Maddox for all my pit guys because, you know, hey, Dustin, if you're listening to this, hey, Pat, uh, Pat to a lesser extent, I know you're a, a Notre Dame guy. Whatever's like, entertaining for you this week. And then Edward, I know you're the biggest Pitt fan I know. We want Avante Maddox to be successful here, so I would love for that cornerback room to be that because I think that Caleb Farley has a chance to be one of those guys that you put in a conversation with, like, oh, you you put him on, you put him on an island, and and you don't have to worry about him because he's just so talented in that way. And the things that he lacks for me, the the holes that he has, are only in holes. That are lack of development because he's only played the position for two years. lack of talent. No, I got yeah. you.
1: I understand what you're saying, and, and and I don't disagree. I just don't know if the Eagles are. I mean, and we'll see. We'll see what Gannon's defense is. We'll mm-hmm. see how how good he is at uh, developing cornerbacks, or how good the new staff is. But you know, last week you argued to me that Chase was a more sort uh, a more sure thing. Mm-hmm. That Smith, there were, you know, for lack of a better term, icks uh, about yeah. Smith that were like too risky. And for the Eagles who have had such a hard time developing young wide receivers, it wasn't, it wasn't worth the risk. That's how I feel like now this is like flipped, Mm -hmm. right? Because I feel like Patrick Sertain is the safe pick that like drafting wide receivers for dummies is how you said it last week. I said, I think this is drafting cornerbacks for dummies is Patrick Sertain. Mm -hmm. And Caleb Farley is certainly riskier. Now, maybe you're right. He may be a fantastic athlete. And, you know, he, he may turn into a great player, but do I trust the Eagles to turn a raw talent right. a, a good player into a great player? Right. Whereas, Whereas you think that I can like have a very good player in certain. Right. I think he can be very, very good for a very long time and he can be very, very good right now. And at the cornerback position. It's it's just so. I mean, that's such a hard. Mm-hmm. That's such a hard position to play. It's probably the hardest position in football outside oh, of the absolutely. quarterback. It's and they can make it harder for them every year. I feel like. Every year. Oh my god! Like especially the last few years, the NFL has just been so geared toward you have to be a real and passing. dog
0: to play that position. You do, and like, to you play gotta well. want to say like,
1: I'm gonna be the most. You have to
0: decide I'm gonna be the most unpopular person on the field because yeah. all I do, like Jalen Ramsey, is not a liked man. Like those big corners are just like it's it's hard to be that guy. I, I I do agree with you. That being said, I'm 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 excited at the premise of like I would I would want to take a bet on another Jalen Ramsey s player. Not that they're the same. That would be a terrible comp on my part. But my issue with selecting Sertain is as much as I think the Eagles can be like a competitive team in a year. Like, they may be a competitive team next year, but we've got some years until they're, like, competitive for a Super Bowl. And I would like to – because I think that certain's floor is slightly higher than where Farley's floor is, but Farley's ceiling is so much higher than Sertain's ceiling that, like, if you have, like, two years to play with this player and put him in a good program with good players, which that's the big thing. Like, like in the same way that you were having the Fulgham – guy like being like the x-factor slay is my x-factor to picking farley because you have this great mentor sitting in house like you don't have that for jamar chase jamar chase is going to walk in that door or or smith or waddle they're going to walk in and they're they're that dude they are they've been that dude their whole lives and they're going to be that dude when they walk into the eagles wide receiver room to the other extent farley's going to walk in or Sartine they're going to walk in. They're not going to be
1: that dude. They're walking into Slay's room. Right. And, okay, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, if if certain is already so good at the between-the-ears part of the game, how much can Slay teach him? Whereas, you know, the boost that Caleb Farley will get will yeah. be much greater for from, from Slay. Yeah. I, that's a fit thing for me. That's I mean, that's
0: what it's yeah, always I, been. I think the Eagles are probably a couple years away from being really, really competitive. And the home run swing of selecting Farley is like a big two-year play like you're going to get a good cornerback that can become the best cornerback in the league whereas like Sertain is like you're going to get a very good cornerback who's going to be a very good cornerback I don't think like Sertain is ever going
1: to blow you away and become the best okay but if I said like you know I'm trying to think of like who's like a very good very very good corner who's not the like Xavier Rhodes mm-hmm. was like a very great corner, very good corner, but like nobody ever said he was better than Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, you know, if I said you have a 90% shot of Xavier Rhodes or a 50 50 shot of Jalen Ramsey or you know, I don't know, Byron Maxwell, yeah, which would you pick? Yeah, no, no, you well, Which which would be a better fit for the Eagles today, right?
0: And they, th- I don't know the answer. I'm, yeah, just, it's a, it's a tough one, and, and I'm glad that ultimately we're not the ones making that decision. Because uh, that's where, th- this is where, like drafting, like it seems so easy when we play PFF, like PFF mocks. I'm like, I'm averaging. Oh, did you do the PFN one? No, I haven't done PFM, but like we're averaging like B to high A's. Like we're easy. We're like Every we're time. like honor roll students in PFF, and it's like. When I think about it from the other perspective, it's like, this is hard. This is is hard. hard." Like, this is is like for the first time, like, me, I like both, both Eric and I can both, like, be like, if the Eagles selected either of these guys, I think we'd be very excited because of this conversation that we had. Like, the Eagles have a shot at six, and even if they move back, they have a shot at nine, ten to get a player. Well, it's like probably like eight, nine. Like, you have a shot at a player that's going to be like immediate impact. And I, I guess, uh,
1: we probably have to make a decision. Do you know what the fan vote was? I think it was just – no, I actually think it was pretty heavily certain. Yeah, I don't doubt that. If you
0: Alabama fans are sickos. Like, There's you a guys, lot of Bama fans. Know, like, like, like MJ Conway. MJ. MJ, I know you love Bama. Bama I know you Lord. love Jalen. 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 Uh, but, like, it's so insane to me. Uh, but – but I guess like again, that's it's hard to win that win that fan vote when he doesn't play a year.
1: Alright, so right now we have it scored. Fan vote goes to uh Sertan. Sertane. PS two is gonna give you swag.
0: Swag like, swag's a push,
1: to maybe. I mean you gotta give me some swag on Farley. Yeah. You give it to me. What do you got? Uh C four. Uh That's it? No laughing matter, Farley. No laughing matter. I mean, that's 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 not his swag. That's your swag. I mean, that was pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna give it to him.
0: I'm willing to. I'm willing to transfer it. Um, I think. I think. I think
1: athleticism is pretty clearly Farley. Yeah, athleticism. Uh, he he brings everything. Tools. He brings everything that he that certain brings in more. Mm-hmm. It's just not as refined. Fit.
0: See, see, it's a, it's it's what you think about the Eagles this year. Do you think the Eagles are going to be a very competitive team this year? Which, like, I, I want them to be, and I would love for that to be like – like, last year we tricked ourselves into thinking that we were K, we were Darius Slay and a, a first-round wide receiver away from being, like, a very competitive team, and clearly that's not what we are. No. Like, look, this year I'm not need, trying to trick myself in that. We need more than that. So I but, think you can develop a player, but I think you have time to develop a player. And that's why I'm going to say fit-wise – you can have a future cornerback one with Farley. You probably have a, a, a solid cornerback one, but you could have like elite level cornerback one. If your pick plays out with Farley,
1: Farley, I'm I'm all in on Farley. All right. You on. know what? I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you fit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree, but I'm just, I'm going to throw it to you. So right now we're at fan vote, certain swag, certain for the cool nickname, uh, athleticism and fit, both to Farley, which leaves one, and it's going to tip it in my favor. Technique.
0: Oh, technique. Technique,
1: yeah. Because he's he's a, a less polished,
0: less polished player. So, so I'm willing to, I'm willing to do it this way. I, I guess we go 13, but I just, I, 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 it's, it's, it's tough, man. Because, because it's like a, it's like a six-year-old playing chess and you're like, oh, the six-year-old's making mistakes. Whereas like, this is like a kid who's been playing chess since he was 10 and he's 40 years old. Like, of course, Sartain's going to have like a little bit better technique, but Farley has all those other things in such a way that like, I'm willing to teach this. So young...
1: Farley is the Russian dude. Yeah. In Queens gambit. No, I'm sorry. I got it mixed up. Sertain is the Russian dude in uh-huh. Queens gambit. And Farley is Beth Harmon. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. If Beth Harmon right now, we're at the point where Beth Harmon just starts drinking like a maniac. Mm-hmm. And if, We have to bet, is Farley, a.k.a. Beth Harmon, going to just keep going off the deep end? Because then I want the Russian dude. If he's going to come back to Nationals Mm. or the World Cup or whatever the fuck they have for chess and body that Russian dude, I want Farley. As a brand, if the Philly specialists do not
0: pick the person that is most like an alcoholic, I personally would be embarrassed. Like, if, you're, if we're going to compare somebody to an alcoholic, then,
1: listen, it's Caleb Farley all day. Well, I got bad news for you, buddy. He, unfortunately, he, he's losing. <sighs> it's a shame. We have, right now we have, and it's, listen, it's close. It came down to Fanvo. And Fanvo was heavily skewed for Sertain, for but Sertain's a bigger name, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, you know some of our friends that aren't big football fans vote on it to be supportive, which we appreciate. We appreciate that very much. But right now we have, uh, we have fit and athleticism both going Farley. We have.
0: Yeah. And technique. Unfortunately for me, I keep burying myself because I, not only did I give the nickname PS2, but I'm also now about to say that like on top of technique, you probably have to give credit to the fact that he played in the SEC. Whereas, Caleb Farley played in Virginia Tech against Clemson, who is a stud, you know, ACC, ACC with uh, Clemson and Pitt and good teams, but uh, Caleb Farley's competition level, I think Caleb Farley's going to ultimately be in, like, if you want to quote me on this, Caleb Farley's probably going to be the better pro, but for the sake of uh, this bracket, I'm I'm willing to give it to Sertain and hope that Jalen, Jalen Hurts is that dude and if we pick a corner, you want to pick the pro ready corner and be happy.
1: All right, I think that's fair. I think it's I think it's uh, what we got to do. All right. So
0: so I guess now this episode wraps up the first round. Uh, moving into the second round is going to be Smith, Pitts, certain and who won? The, uh, uh, Justin Fields. So next week we're going to be talking Smith versus Fields. Not even worth. That's just, that's going to be a very fun conversation in the way that we Certain Pitts. Certain Pitts is going to be interesting. Ooh. I think I think Farley Pitts would have been a fun conversation because like just looking at it now, like Farley Pitts are two guys that are like, oh, what these guys could develop into. Now you have like again a conversation of like sure thing, which is like I think I think Certain is the only guy out of the, all these people that is like truly like Worst case scenario, he's a cornerback too. Like that's that's a that's a good thing to have. Yeah,
1: yeah. Whereas think, like
0: thirteen pits, like pits I mean, no, could be nobody's like, like bust
1: proof. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I think he's he's probably he's ready go to go. On.
0: I'm gonna be sick that one of these guys are gonna fall. One of these two corners are probably gonna fall to the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, they're locked in on one of them for sure. I, I hope
0: that Atlanta picks one of these two, and then Detroit's not gonna do it because they went Akuda last year. So we're in trouble. Uh, as, as like an Eagles fan, because they're gonna go defense. They're gonna fix their defense.
1: Well, they're not a cornerback away from being good. No, they're no. gonna. Need- well, did they- you read the
0: article? I mean, I, so I know we're late in the episode, but I do want to touch on this. I read an article today that said now that Dak has been signed for an extended contract, are the Cowboys not only the favorites in the NFC East, but the favorites of the whole entire NFC? So did like I don't know? Did uh, Aaron Rodgers die? Did Tom Brady just suddenly just, like, stop playing football? Because I think he restructured
1: his contract to play
0: a little bit more. I So
1: so what the heck? Favorites in the NFC is crazy. But in the NFC East, I mean, they have to be, right? NFC East is, like, a
0: hard analogy to not be offensive to anything because it's such a poop show. It's so bad. It's so bad because I, like, you can make the argument that, like, Washington – that defense is scary. That defense could bully and steal wins in this division. Uh, new, uh, the Giants, same thing. The Eagles have uh, the juiciest quarterback in the division. They could steal some games, and you know Dallas. Maybe they can compete with the other teams, but I'm not.
1: I'm not sold on any team in the NFC. I mean so Dallas is going to put points up because they just they've invested so heavily last few years mm-hmm. in their offense. They're going to score. I mean they were scoring like. They scored like forty points a game last year with before like Dak got hurt. Yeah, before Dak got hurt, and then they were scoring like pretty good points with Dalton too. Right? Yeah. But they, you they can just you out. can just
0: bully that team offensively or you know, defensively, they don't have the talent.
1: Yeah, and, and they're not they're not like one Patrick Sertain away. No. And they're certainly not one Caleb Farley away because he's a like, like almost like a he's project. He's like yeah, he's a little bit of a project too, so you well, know, I I, yeah. I can't see them being dominating teams next year That's no no it's the the nfc east is going
0: to be the worst division in football maybe but it's definitely going to be one of the most interesting ones because we're i think every team is going to be able to beat every team like it's a very even playing field in my opinion all that being said i think uh in next week we're going to talk a little bit more about the draft uh I'm very excited for in a couple weeks probably in the summer we're gonna have to do this where we're gonna have to go through each of the teams in the NFC and go for their win loss record I think that I'm gonna be like pie in the sky like 12 and four I'm scared to see where you're gonna be at with the Eagles eight eight 12 and four by
1: that point well, you're okay be by no, that point you're gonna be 12 and 4. we have um I, I was reading the other day we have the easiest schedule 12 and four we're not gonna win 12 games um
0: 13 because
1: because of the, cause of the, the extra, extra game. game, no. I mean, It's the Jets, it's a win. Uh, did, what is the deal with the? Are we definitely doing the extra game? It's up in the air. It's up in the air. Like I, I, I don't know for
0: sure. I would lean more. Like if I had to guess that you're going to pay money, like people are going to are going to make more money if we go to the extra game. They're going to
1: they're going to do that extra game. Okay, so then if they do the extra games. game, then I would say seventeen to zero. But if they don't, I'd say sixteen though zero. Yeah. But no, but mm, well, but no. Honestly, you're going think... to rest
0: your starters in the last two weeks because you're going to have the NFC East locked up. So you're going to go 15 and two, probably. Realist, yeah. realistic. Let's
1: get realistic. Yeah, 14, uh, honestly, 14 I think 14 we, we it's it's so hard to do this year because of a new coaching staff, a new you know, a new OC, a new DC, a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had to guess, a shot in the dark based on what I know, I think we're a seven win team. Um you know, we'll see. Things could change, you know, evidence-based change. I love it. We'll see. Week. Ask me week three.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to ask you
1: this once
0: a month for the next eight months. I'm very excited to just see how we feel about it as time goes along. And uh, uh, another thing, you know, uh, as we wrap up here, uh, please get out there, comment on our Instagram page. It helps us. Uh, Radar Podcasts. Do everything that, like, every podcaster tells you to do, but for us, because you care about us. Yeah, obviously. We're we will buy you a beer. For every star you give us, I will buy you a beer. If you give us five stars, I'll buy you five beers at Garage.
1: Yeah, I'll commit to that. Yeah,
0: sign sign me up. Not like, you know.
1: Are we, are we sponsored by Garage? Not
0: yet, but... I feel like
1: that's one we can actually get done. If there's
0: a way we can get sponsored by Garage, like, 100 people, like, don't... For the fact is... We've been sponsored by Garage as people
1: for long enough. How many people do you think you've brought to Garage? I don't know, a lot, a good amount, fifty. Yeah, I brought them like, I brought like the whole Burbs crew there.
0: Yeah, so so I think it's a time that Garage pays us five cents a listen.
1: Speaking of the Burbs crew, shout out to the Burbs crew. Yes, integral part of the specialist Listeners, we love them.
0: Well, we have been the fish, fi- fishy special, fishy <laughs> the, drinkers. The fi- <laughs> we have been the stinky smellers. We have been the Philly specialists as well. All those things may not be true, but one of them is
1: we are the Philly specialists. Two truths and a lie with the Philly specialists. <laughs> We're the fishy stinkers. We are the stinky specialists.
0: Uh, thank you guys for listening once again. It's been a pleasure to talk Philadelphia sports at you loudly at your face go birds e-a-g-l-e-s and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks